Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. Declare your independence on the Free Talk Live Network. It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock. Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember. I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! Hancock, ooh, and a special guest, David Stelzer. Now, what we're going to be doing, what we're talking about, Azure Standard, Standard of Healthy and Abundant Living. Let me tell you the, the story and how we became acquainted. There was, uh, years ago, God, it's been a while, you know, years ago, there was uh, a story that hit the internet that we really emphasized. We had an organic farmer. That it's more than that. A distributor. It's a big deal. We'll go ahead and get into details. David will help us out. Now the story was is that farmers around him that weren't organic were complaining to the county that well he had thistle weeds and he was doing it wrong and he needed to get some glyphosate on there. He round it up, you know, get get on there and uh, kill it and you know it's going to come on ours and we don't want you whatever. I, what an organic farmer? He's like nope. If we put glyphosate on it for years, they would not be able to be considered organic. So they, you know, they throw tarps over it, they cut it up, they or you know, plow it, pick it, didn't worry about it, whatever. It was uh, a thing. Well, the county was trying to force them to use glyphosate, and they go, nope, not doing it. Then. They used the internet. They put it out, story, and hit us, and all of a sudden it exploded. And we, Donna and I, went up there and visited with them in Oregon's farm and spent a few days going around the farm, getting tours. Then we did, uh, I think, like a three hour show from his office. And we got to look at all the equipment. We got a touchy feely. I got to see got how they're doing the farming, how organic it is, they meet the employees. Then they're, um, processing facility for their grains to be able to make flour, and that's unique how they do that. So this is, we've used this before, and what they do, we'll talk about how they do it, but that is the beginning of our relationship, that I saw someone that really wanted to be organic and be able to supply the area, region, the country. And we'll talk about how they're doing that. So we're putting up a... We're, did I asked him, I said, look, 
We're ready to start pushing. We got to get healthy. And uh, there's, you know, the coming war in 24, man. This, this is the year. So we need to have an offering to our audience for them to get good, convenient, order the entire thing, food delivered, refrigerated, trucks and, uh, you know, a carport, a soccer mom down the street. Boom, done. And there's a bunch of products, and we're going to go over that. Now, that is our relationship, how I know of them. And when you have someone that offers this quality product, goes up against the man, and they push back, and it was a battle. In the end, I remember one of the comments from the one of the supervisors or something for the county, you cheated, you used the internet. <laughs> so we are like, Ooh, man, you guys are amazing. So what we're going to go ahead and do is I want to... Uh, uh, introduce David, and let me just do a quickie, and then I'll have him do his own introduction. So this is David Rutt, let me get that, that, and he's pretty. There he is. David Stelzer, founder and CEO of Azure Farm and Azure Standard, A-Z-U-R-E. As I remember, that means blue or something, right? That's right. It, so it's a blue stand, whatever that means. He can explain it to us. He is an organic food and healthy soil pioneer. His family have farmed in the Pacific Northwest for over 100 years, and he is a founder and CEO of Azure Farm and Azure Standard, a leading producer and nationwide distributor of natural, organic, and non-GMO food. Okay, that's where I want to start this. Describe how it is that you grow, but you have hundreds and hundreds of acres, I mean, orchards, I mean, it's a big deal. So you have the actual uh, food that you grow yourself, but there's other organic farmers that you distribute for and different products and so on. So when we offer Azure Standard for uh, grocery shopping, it's not just that. There's a lot of, you know, healthy hygiene products and supplements and all this other stuff. So... This is something I don't endorse people lightly. This is some Donna and I have gone, visited, touchy-feely, talked to, you know, reputation of. So go ahead, and we've used it, you know, in the past before we hit the Love Bus Liberty Tour, we were starting to use it. Very convenient anywhere in the country. So I want you to go ahead and talk about the food that you produce, the standards that you have, the standards for including other organic producers, the other products that you offer, and how it is that you can order it and so on. And then a little bit later, I'll show them on the webpage how easy it is, okay? So go ahead and tell us your story. David, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, and thanks for having me. Hey, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, Azure... Um, you know, yes, we are first and foremost an organic farm, um, but that was kind of, you know, the way that we got started. This is not, um, we farm just a little over 4,000 acres, so it's not uh, not trivial part of what we do. Um, but Azure Standard has grown much larger at this point um, than, you know, we're not... Uh, we have a lot of relationships with other growers um, and manufacturers all throughout the country and the world, for that matter. And uh, so it kind of started out, um, you know, we, my father started farming organically back in actually 73. So way before it was cool, uh, he did that based on some health uh, issues that were in my family uh, 
primarily myself and my grandfather. And by switching and changing diet, um, all those health issues went away. We became healthy. Um, and so after switching to organic farming, uh, kind of never looked back. Um, so one of the things that, you know, at first it was very difficult to find the markets um, for the organic products. So, you know, who wants that? And so I began to deliver mostly originally to like small health food stores and stuff around the, around the Pacific Northwest here. And then over the years, uh, it became obvious that there was a particularly, it started in eastern Washington, actually, there was kind of a food desert. It was hard for individuals to be able to get the food that they needed. So what ended up happening is that they kept asking me, hey, you're, you're going into Portland or wherever. Can you pick me up this or that? That was in addition to the things that I was already selling, which at that time was mostly just organic grains and flowers. And so I would say yes. And then pretty soon, um, it, uh, you know, more and more people would want that. And finally I said, well, I guess I really kind of need to make a, make a difference here so i created a little catalog that was about oh, almost 34 33 34 years ago now so i created a little paper catalog showing the things that people kept asking for a lot and started distributing that around the uh you know around the northwest here originally and uh didn't take very long until um quite a few people jumped on the bandwagon we ended up you know, I was first delivering in a little Chevy Love pickup, went to a, a van, and by the mid-90s, we were in semi-trucks, and at least here in the Northwest. And it took, you know, and it, it was a niche that um, obviously folks finding food that they could really trust would be really organic, Um you know, an organic, really, uh, if you get right down to it, organic doesn't say what's in your food. It says what's not in your food. And in my book, it's more almost as important to know what's in your food than what's not in your food. You know, nutrient-dense food is extremely important. Having the nutrients that God intended to be in your food actually there because it's not being pushed by chemicals to the point where it you get more mass without the the minerals and the supplement you know the the nutrients the vitamins minerals amino acids lipids and so on that are supposed to be you know in our food that we need for healthy bodies and so i be, i really have tried to find sources for our um for Azure Standard, besides our farm, of course, we grow all that we can, but um, find sources from farms throughout the world that actually are long-term organic, and they're, they're um, using organic in such a way that they're building their soil, they're building the nutrient content, they're using microbial healthy soil to, to grow the crop and not just pushing it with some organic approved uh substance so 
You know, that that's one thing I wanted to uh, talk about a little bit. The um, When they say organic, to me, I'm like, you know, organic is natural. You didn't mess with it. I, call, I, I have to call it virgin food. I go, I need virgin food. And Uncle Sam and the lobbyists and everything, well, we're just going to. We're just going to stick the tip in, you know. It's kind of, you know, and I'm going, no, no, I don't want you screwing with it. You know, I want virgin food. I don't need, you know, the organic keeps changing. Talk about that a little bit. Since you've been doing this for so long, what's your experience with how they altered the definition? And what does that definition mean now? You can't find anything that doesn't say it's organic, you know. Does that mean it's organic? Is, it, is there standard organic explain the difference would you please there are organic standards so for a company to put the usda organic seal on a product which we use it means that they did have to prove at least on paper that they did not use any prohibited chemicals um during the you know well usually within three years of that crop being grown so if you can show on paper, and again, I mean. Well, I want to know what's prohibited. So there's a list. These are allowed and these are not. I mean, that's a whole other thing. Okay. I can give you that list if you want, but it's a long, It's kind of a long list. But uh, probably the as far as the big thing that is prohibited in organic uh, on the fertilizer side is anhydrous ammonia. Not allowed. In any organic. Now, anhydrous, of course, is the artificial version of nitrogen. Makes the plant think that, that it has nutrients that it doesn't actually have. Nitrogen is the growth regulator. It makes plants grow big and have a lot of mass. And so you're eating a lot of mass, a lot of carbs and sugars without the nutrients, without the, the, the good, healthy fats, without the complete amino acid chains and with very simple sugars instead of the complex sugars. Um, those are That's what happens when you use anhydrous because it fakes the plant into thinking it has more nutrients than it does, so it grows bigger. Okay, so that's that's a big deal on the fertilizer side. Now, there's quite a few other fertilizers that are, that are prohibited uh, in organics. Um, Pretty much anything that is produced from petroleum products or in a lab, in addition to anhydrous ammonia, is prohibited on the fertilizer side. Now, even more important, on the, um, on the pesticide and herbicide side, pretty much all pesticides and herbicides are prohibited. You're not allowed to use any herbicide or pesticide that's from any chemistry base. So if you want to use a pesticide, for instance, you can use a pesticide that is, for instance, a microbe. So you can introduce a microbe into an insect that might make that insect sick that doesn't uh, affect mammals or larger animals in any way. Uh, so that is one acceptable uh, pesticide that could be used. Um, you know, and there are, you know, there's other um, 
other things that go along with that. Uh, you have to, under the organic rules, you have to prove that you did not use genetically modified seed in any way. Now, they do randomly test, but not every lot is has to be tested for genetically modified. But you do have to prove that the seed wasn't genetically modified. The... Um, the other things, uh, some of the other things on organic, uh, for instance, dairy cattle, it's actually, or any cattle for that matter, are ruminants. It's, uh, you have to be able to prove that they had a certain percentage of their food came from pasture. Now, that's, that number is not really high. It's 40% for, um, uh, for 200 days. So you have to be able to prove that the animal was on pasture for at least 40% of its feed for that amount of time, which would pretty much allow, you know, any any place even Over with a, a super of long time. Over the course of a year. Months, a year. In the, co- year. In the course okay. of a year, yes. So... And the, because I can see, certainly, you know, in the Pacific Northwest, that there's going to be some hay, you know, instead of pasture, because it's snow. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. so they give you like 165 days to feed hay, 100% hay, even if you need to. And then at that point, then you can still feed up to 60% of other stuff, you know, of hay or whatever. And that's more for the dairy industry. You know, the beef cattle, you're not probably going to feed that much, but... um you have to prove that every year. It's actually a fairly complex formula to prove that. We have to go through that formula every year. It's kind of a, okay. You know, let's go back to what put you on the map, at least our map. I mean, it yeah. was a thing. Is when um, they tried to force you to uh, round up your crop. This is what I learned from you. I had no idea. This is how it's you know affected my family. Let me tell you this story. We went up there, and you go, nah, if we use glyphosate, we can't uh, be organic for like three years, you're saying, right? So, you know, we don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And I'm going, okay, well, how does this work? Well, what happens is everybody's going, your Cheerios, the oats and everything, it's got a whole bunch of glyphosate in it. I'm like, why? The reason is when it becomes harvest time, you take the combines, and you start going out and getting your harvest, they spray it with Roundup right before that i mean days you know just i mean right before it so that it all dries out and you get more what yield well you know you more per acre well it's not necessarily more yield per acre it's easier work now here um right here in eastern oregon we don't actually desiccant even the conventional guys do not do that typically that would be a rare occasion that that would actually happen. But in, like, the Dakotas up in Canada, places where it's a shorter season and they're doing a lot of spring crops, that is common practice. And what it does, it makes the crop dry down uniformly. So it basically it kills the crop even though there's some green still in it because in these colder, wetter places – the crop doesn't dry down uniformly. So in the olden days, before glyphosate, they would go out and uh, swath the, uh, cut it, like with 
and put it in windrows like it was hay and let it dry. And then they would combine it with a pickup header. So they, it would pick it up off out of that row and combine it. But if you put glyphosate on it, it all dries down uniformly. They can go in with what they call a straight header, just a header on a combine and cut it and thrash it in one pass. So that's Well, the reason the I would say a more yield is because if it's dry and you could get it all, I would think you'd get more, you know. The problem, anyway, the point was is that they do this so that they make it easier for them to combine it, to collect it, and save money, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the point was is that they do this how many days before they actually combine it? Not a lot. A lot of times within the week. That's so the- this is now this is how it affected us. My one of my grandsons, he was having a lot of skin problems. Okay, he's probably like six or seven now. When he, you know, just this last year in uh, twenty three, they were he was having skin problems, eczema, whatever it is, and he'd go to bed, he's crying, they lotions and stuff, and it becoming a thing. So, and I knew that there was probably something he was eating, you know. And I go, "What do you have every morning? What's your, what's, what's your diet?" And I go over and we'd hang and. Honey Nut Cheerios every freaking morning as much as he could eat, okay? And I go, I just want to tell you, they went to a naturopath doctor that we know, and they wanted to go and evaluate and check and see, and they didn't even you know, do any tests. I said, well, the first thing we're going to do is change your diet, and then we'll worry about you know getting stupid here. And, uh, and I told him before he went to the doctor, I go, Jude, I'm telling you, man, you know, I think you're going to have to be giving up your Honey Nut Cheerios. I'm just saying, you know. Stop that. Boom! Immediately got better. Immediately he can sleep. Immediately he didn't have these problems. It was on his freaking Cheerios. And I'm going, and I remembered what you had said. And the reason that I told him this was going to happen was because of what we found out when we were reporting on what was going on with you. And I'm going, these SOBs are poisoning us. And it's like, I don't know, if not intentionally, at the very least, they don't care. You know, so you care. Who else cares? You know, this is what's your competition. And in fact, this is let me go ahead and show the audience this. I want them to see this. We'll look here. Okay, here's the site. Now, there is a uh, find it here. It's got where you can go check. Um, Find your community drop location. Boom. You click on here and I'll put where we used to live here in the valley. Uh, just put in your um, zip code, but look at this. What are the names of the town? They're they're everywhere. I mean, it's all over the place. So I'll go, all right, we'll put that in. Boom. That's where I live. I can go right there. There they are. Someone has to drop off. And it's all it is is just, you know, people that agree, yeah, come drop the shipment off and neighbors. How is the ordering? How often... What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. 
I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. USA News Update. Republicans are determined to block the Senate's bipartisan border security and foreign aid package. That's according to House Speaker Mike Johnson. He says the legislation aimed at addressing the border catastrophe would be rejected in the House. The proposed law includes revisions to immigration regulations, but critics argue it falls short in curbing illegal entries. The U.S. continues its airstrikes against Iran-backed groups in the Middle East. American forces targeted four anti-ship missiles and a land attack cruise missile in Yemen, preventing them from threatening ships in the Red Sea. King Charles has received a cancer diagnosis, and Buckingham Palace is keeping details about the type and prognosis under wraps. However, they did mention that the 75-year-old monarch commenced regular treatments today. It's worth noting that a benign prostate procedure took place over a week ago. John Schaefer, USA News. Have you ever watched a video on the Internet and found yourself waiting for the skip the ad button? The reason this takes a few seconds is because the video delivery companies get to collect impression commission, and the viewer never sees the advertisement. The company still pays full price to run the ad. Does this sound like a scam to you? Is there any wonder why internet ads are so ineffective? For over 100 years, radio has been a proven source for companies' messages. Radio listeners are engaged and want to support the companies that sponsor the shows they're so passionate about. Simple companies like Window Treatments, Security, Pillow Companies, and more have been able to break away from the big box stores, building multi-million dollar businesses. Find out what radio can do for your business. Call 877-996-4327 or advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to NutraMedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralized the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live. What's the question? 
You're listening to Ernest Hancock. Welcome back to Declare Your Independence with me, Ernest Hancock, on the Free Talk Live Network on Genesis. We're continuing our conversation with David Stelzer, founder and CEO of Azure Farm and Azure Standard, which is a standard of organic food that is available and shipped in refrigerated trucks all over the country. And you just put in your zip code, you go to Azure Standard. A-Z-U-R-E standard.com and you just put in your town name or your zip code and boom where you can have pallets of organic food raw material flour healthcare products high personal hygiene supplements that are organic and I know this my wife and I years ago went and spent a few days with them did a three-hour show from there it was awesome and now we're going to be an affiliate for them when it we revamped the show and we wanted to redo our website and focus on how we could best serve our listeners and our readers well it's definitely going to be a food thing and we sought them out and this show will tell you why enjoy Someone it's a drop off and it's all it is is just you know, people that agree, yeah, come drop the shipment off and neighbors how is the ordering? How often do you ship and what area how do you know how the um to get your order and how long you gotta wait and how often in different places? Go ahead and give the logistics on how you're delivering this. Yeah, absolutely. So those folks that uh that come up on there are all volunteers. They're, we call them our drop coordinators. They volunteer to do that to be able to get healthy food into their local community or to your local community. And there are. There's uh, thousands of them cr- across the country. And um, most, especially uh, on here in the Northwest and right on the West Coast, we do have a lot of places we deliver more frequently. But most of the country, it's on a four-week cycle. So every four weeks, so it, you know, it always, you know, comes on a Tuesday or whatever instead of, you know, once a month. But it, it's every four weeks, you place the order the week before, and it'll tell you on there when to place your order by. And then it'll tell you get delivery the week of. It doesn't give you the exact date until we actually put the uh, until we actually put the trucks together. Then you'll get an email telling you the exact date and time that you're going to get your delivery at that, you know, at that spot. Um, the trucks are, you know, they go all over the country. They're in a. Um, we have delivery trucks, and then we have what we call shuttle trucks that take the product to the delivery trucks. The delivery trucks stay in route, so they, like, don't necessarily ever, most of them don't ever come back to the warehouse. We take the product to the delivery trucks because the delivery trucks are set up special to be able to, you know, deliver into local communities, especially with cold and frozen and everything like that. Um, so as you simply Find a drop point on the map that he just showed a minute ago. Um, then when you go to check out, you know, place an order on the website. It's pretty simple, general e-commerce. I mean, pretty much like any e-commerce to place an order. You type in your stuff. When you go to check out, uh, you know, put in your name and address and payment and all that stuff and choose a drop. It'll say, how do you want it delivered? Find a drop or 
a drop point, or we also have a parcel carrier option. So if you want to try us out, try out something, uh, you can do that just by parcel carrier. Although I don't necessarily recommend that long term because we don't, you know, we can't do as good a quality cold, frozen, everything that we can with the trucks. So that's one of, that's kind of our secret um, sauce is our delivery um, uh, um, trucks. Yeah, I want to show the, the trucks here. Uh, one thing I was surprised when I was looking over, you know, the graphics here, and, um, okay, let's get through me, blah, 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 blah. Because the um, warehouse I was looking at, I remember the warehouse, and it looks like freaking a heck of a lot bigger now. You know, I was I was going, damn, you know, this is like a thing. I don't know how many pictures I got. Okay, so... Here's you out in your what do you call them groves? I That's mean you just have an orchard. Describe yeah. well, d- describe the orchard and how many different kind of trees and how many plants you got. Well, we have uh, uh, pretty much all the different fruits. Apples. That's an apple. That's my son Zach with me, and we're out in a um, in the apples. But we do a lot of cherries, uh, a lot of different varieties. We're able to produce cherries from about the middle of June to the middle of August based on variety and elevation because all of our farm isn't at the same elevation. The orchard here, the mill is in the background there on that Yeah, I wanted picture. to talk about that. That is how long – the processing facility back here had a lot of stuff, a lot of automation. It was all about quickly processing the organic food. How do you pick it? Do you have – seasonal people or you got a bunch of cousins or what <laughs> all of the above azure has a plenty of uh, employees i do have a bunch of nephews too but hey um the the mill in the background that's for grain the orchard in the foreground is fruit the processing mm-hmm. plant we do have our own fruit packing plant as well but it's not in that building it's in a different building in fact we just rebuilt all that that was a building that uh, we lost in a fire about yeah was two that years a suspicious ago. fire I remember that and I'm going all these food plants everything's burning all the time and I'm going so was that a suspicious fire or you knew what it was is that whatever excuse to rebuild something no we have absolutely no idea and no it's no excuse we end up losing losing a lot of processing equipment and uh, product in that fire it was not a it was not a pretty picture. But we were able to rebuild. It is rebuilt now. We do have the uh, fruit packing equipment in the new building, along with the cannery and some other some other things. Um, okay, let's go ahead and go through some more of these pictures. There's some uh, things I wanted to point out. Okay, we got some logo, feed your family for less, and some marketing. There's a community drop thing that we just went through. There we go. All right. Now, these are all the trucks. Are they refrigerated or some of them are? all refrigerated and most are dual temp. That actually, we only use this. That's one of the small trucks. We only use small trucks in basically in Portland and Los Angeles. Everywhere else in the country, you would get a big truck. So we use, uh, we have a couple of these trucks in the L.A. area. Um, and we have a couple of these that we use uh, here in the Portland, greater Portland area. And those yeah, and- we use those mostly because of delivery, because we have a lot of 
store accounts in those um, vicinities. Most of our trucks are over the road semis. They're, you know, 48 foot trailers behind. Uh, so you're bringing them in and then transferring it to smaller trucks inside the cities or something like that? Yeah. Well, the Portland one we actually run because. We're fairly close. We run that straight out of the warehouse. L.A., we run, you know, semi-trucks down, put it in a short-term warehouse that keeps it for a day or two, and then the, those trucks come and reload out of that warehouse and deliver. Okay, now let's talk about this. The warehouse, I don't know if this was the old one or not, but this is, you know, as I'm seeing more, I'm going, ooh, you, you got bigger. All right, now how much in the last few years – what have you added on? How big are you? Did you make more, build more capacity or moved or what? No, we uh, we built on to the warehouse. So it's roughly doubled in size, uh, went from about 65,000 square feet to about 135,000 square feet Damn. Uh, in, in this building. That's the old section where that picture is. That's the old section. That's our, we call that our palletizing area. Uh, that's where the, you know, bulk products, the bags and stuff like you see in the foreground get married oh. together with the boxes and stuff that you see on the conveyors there for the, what we call repack. So that'll get, those get palletized together and then they're able to go directly onto a truck. Okay. Now let's talk about the speed on this. There's two things I want to make sure. <clears throat> I'll just leave this picture up. There's two things that I want to make sure that we talk about. Well, maybe think of you again as we're getting ready for war in 24. Um, Donna makes uh, our bread. You know, she's like, you know, got bread makers. My daughters do. My daughters in law, they, you know, they, and they're all about the bread thing. Well, you start looking. And you flour, and it's got, you know, you know cricket pieces or something. I mean, you know, it's like you'll eat the bugs, and it's in the freaking flour. And I'm like, you sons of man, they don't even hide it. I mean, well, they, they don't, you know, have a cricket picture on it. But, I mean, you know, they got, you know, the, you look on the ingredients, and you can see that this is how they're putting it into at the base level of cooking. And I'm going, no, 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 we need to get some organic. I, I want to make sure we're going to be doing bread. We're going to start. Yeah, I, I want to get some fundamental. I know it doesn't have the, the bugs in it. And let's get some real flour. Let's contact. Let's start up again with Azure. You know, even because we just got back in the valley from our trip and, you know, find a new place to go. It's down the street. There's always one down the street. So I'm going, okay, we order the flour. And I remember that you had the grains that you get and that processing mill that you had back there. There was a special kind of a uh, centrifugal, you know, a centrifuge that it dropped in the grains and warp speed. It blasted against it, turns into flour and whatever. And it really wasn't that big amount that this thing produced. And it was created by a university professor in Washington State or something, you know, back in the patent of the day. And you guys have a room that that goes in. So in case it blows up, you know, nobody dies. But, you know, you have there and you're just mass producing your own flour from your organic grain. I sat there and watched it happen. And you're putting it in a bag that now is on that pallet there. I get it, and I don't feel like I'm eating bugs. So I'm just going, yep, I vote that. <laughs> then you have all the other stuff, and I'm wondering how when you put all this stuff together and it goes onto the truck, you also have the opportunity for fresh produce. So I'm I'm not just ordering bulk, you know, Patriot, uh, I don't want to die 
prepping whatever the heck. This is your grocery shopping, okay? So you get fresh produce, which normally isn't available. How do you do that? How fast from the time that you palletize and do the truck, it's going all the way from Oregon and makes it down to Phoenix or goes to New Jersey or whatever. What's the speed on that? How's that happening? So we normally pick the orders uh, immediately before it leaves as much as as close as we possibly can. So even if um, so many of our routes uh, over the past couple of years, you know, when we first set them up back in 19, that was one truck per route. But those have grown substantially since then, and so now we have multiple trucks. So even if one driver is delivering, we have to time everything just right so it gets to the driver at the right time. So if we're going to New Jersey on, say, you know, the Finch route or whatever, maybe there's two trucks or three. Uh, you know, our biggest route last week, we just shipped 11 trucks for one route. So um, that has to be staged in stages. And of course, with the 11, we ended up having to use uh, three drivers, I believe. Um, maybe it was, yeah, might've been four, but anyway, um, they, uh, we have to get those to them right when, because there's no, right when they're ready to start delivering. So it's all a timing. It's all about timing. So even though the order might cut off, say on Wednesday, we need all the orders, but we'll ship truck one on Wednesday. I mean, if it cuts off on Wednesday for Phoenix, which probably is the case, maybe Wednesday or Thursday, then we would pick it probably Wednesday night. Uh, that truck would be leaving on probably Friday and would be delivering on Monday morning. If, um, you know, if we're going to New Jersey, that would probably even Phoenix, we wouldn't even take that long. Phoenix is only like a two-day run. So we'd probably pick Phoenix on Friday uh, ship it out Friday night, and it would deliver Monday morning. The um, when we're going to and New they're Jersey, refrigerated. yeah, they're refrigerated and frozen. Then, and they're in their own compartments, right? Um, if it's going to New Jersey, we might pick it on a Wednesday. It would leave on Wednesday, might leave on Thursday, and to be delivered on Monday morning. So it would take maybe two extra days to do that. Going well, that to allows the for someone to to actually order bell peppers, uh, onions. Oh, absolutely. you know whatever. Yeah. No, we in fact we actually sell a lot more, especially the fruit, uh, back in the Midwest and the East Coast than we do here on the West Coast. It's amazing how much. Uh, you know, things like we're talking like apples and pears and cherries and stuff like that. We sell an unbelievable amount uh, going further east. Um, well, you know, a little less uh, chemicals, not so much crickets in it. I mean, I you know, this is why we're talking. I'm just, this is, right, what are you seeing is the future of your uh, business? I mean, is it starting to hockey stick? Is it getting all exponential and people are finding you and reputation of and here we go? Or is it, you know, the, the bad guys being bad and they're like, 
you know, how are you marketing? Is it word of mouth? I mean, how does anybody even know you guys exist that you've expanded this much in just the last few years since I've known you? <laughs> well, pri- I mean, word of mouth is definitely the best. Uh, you know, there's some people uh, online that tout us uh, quite a bit, especially in the homesteading space. Homesteading has been growing exponentially lately as well, especially since 2020 when people's lifestyle got threatened. There's been a f- basically an abandonment of the cities by a lot of the families, and they're heading into a little bit more rural or semi-rural areas, uh, wanting to grow a garden, uh, have a few chickens maybe, uh have this little miniature homestead even though you know they can't make a living from it per se but at least they can grow their own food for their garden from their garden uh so those folks now if they're growing food in their garden they're cooking at home so they're probably going to have trouble growing the wheat in their garden so here comes azure we can supply the organic flour that's just ground up wheat guys there's no crickets in it (laughs) well you know even more common there's no you know synthetic b vitamins or niacin or this or that like most flour has in it it's just a pure grain just as god made it ground up and not only that it's made from grain that didn't have any glyphosate on it or anhydrous ammonia or any of this other nasty stuff and was grown in nutrient-rich soil so you're going to get proper your proper amino acid chains you're not going to just you know trash your trash your digestive system and that's exactly, yeah. So that's the truck we're more delivering in there. That would be mm-hmm. a little bit more. Uh, you have that up now. But that's. Okay. I mean, we're talking rice, butter, flour. Uh, what do we got here? Frozen meats. Tell us about. Okay. Let me give you an example. Um, supporters of ours have a dairy herd in northeastern Washington state. They um, uh, opened a butch when COVID and lockdowns and all that happened. The small town that they're in just closed down. The general store, the butcher, the, I mean, it just got done. So they go, we need to keep a viable community. And, and they're wealthy. They got money. So they go, we're going to buy the general store. They bought it, totally refurbed it. They got a slaughter truck that goes out. They have the butchery. They have, they have, they have. So they're opening up the general store and they got a bunch of organic gardening that they do in big greenhouses and all that kind of stuff for their community but they produce more milk and dairy products and cheeses and that kind of stuff they can probably use and i just was wondering if they go you know we got organic come down and see what's up and how is it that you would select them or are they eligible and under what conditions to be a supplier of meats for you because that makes me feel better because for years i know i see the field that they're in you know i know that like i visit you i'm like yep when we eat there we get oh and they got bison too they have buffalo so i'm just like heck yeah you know so Talk to me about how that process is done, how you're sourcing from these other small community farms. Well, that's pretty much exactly the way we do it. Now, you know, with them, you know, we would have to, we are unfortunately extremely scrutinized by the federal government. They are all over our (laughs) ass all the time. 
So I do have to be careful with some of that um, as far as making sure that, you know, if it's a local butcher, that it actually has an FDA stamp on it. Uh, so unfortunately, you know, hey, I don't give a crap personally about an FDA stamp. It doesn't mean your food's healthier, but for me to ship it across state lines, they're all over me. So just, you know, we have, we have to cross that uh, T there. Um, but if they're able to get it at an FDA inspected butcher, that's legal to ship across state lines, um, they contact us and say, Hey, we've got this great beef or Buffalo in the case of, uh, the bison there you were talking about, um, you know, here's kind of the quantity we have. This is the price range. This is the cuts we want to do, or we want to do boxes or whatever. We have different ones. I mean, you know, on our site, we have like in the beef category, you know, Cunningham beef. It's just a family farm out in Eastern Oregon. They get it butchered at a USDA plant and they sell like boxes of beef. So you'll get you know, um, a ground beef box or whatever, you know, or a cut box or, or whatever. Some of the others, they actually do individual cuts. So you can get a, you know, a New York steak or whatever, you know, whatever you want on, um, on that particular one. Okay, I wanted to show some meats here and how they come. So, the, so let's take a look yeah, at this. So those ones that are at the very beginning, those are some of ours. We raise those on our own farm here. Um, that's the Piedmontese. We happen to have Piedmontese uh, meat on our on our farm. Then you'll have some down below there. That's an organic valley one. Hard grass. You see the hard grass one there. That's a farmer out in the Joseph area, and he raises he raises Highlanders. So those are not only um, pretty much organically produced, but he is not certified. He has not gone through the stuff. So you'll see it doesn't say organic on that, but if you click in, it'll tell about the farm and stuff like that. And um, so every, you know, all the different ones, you know, have their own stories. Some of them are a little bit more mainline, like Organic Valley there. Uh, Big Bluff Ranch. That's another you know, the chicken over there. He's a he's a grower that uh, does organic uh, chicken, and he just ha- does whole chicken, and it sells very well. We sell a lot of his chicken. Um, well, when we look at all these opportunities over here, for we got you know food, health and beauty, household and family. Supplements. How do you select your supplement? God, I mean, you got so many. Holy crap! All right, so natural remedies. What's that? All right, so it's a brand. So well, when these guys come to you, I remember. Okay, let's talk about this. Well, there's, Donna. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, on supplements, there's a couple of different things. Uh, you know, I, I'll speak to the supplements just for a moment. You know, long term, I have been kind of a supplement critic. We've carried some supplements by customer request, but, um, you know, a lot of supplements have excipients, even a lot of the ones we've carried. I haven't been super proud of those, um, and, you know, I've been a bit of a critic. Hey, if you eat healthy food from healthy soil, we shouldn't need a lot of supplementation. Amen. Just, 
recently, you know, I had one of our longtime employees ended up going through cancer, very severe case. And when she came out the other side, you know, of, and she went through a kind of a hybrid medical uh, approach that actually, you know, because she was so far gone, um, she start realized that on the other side, when her body was so down, supplements is what made her, she believes, and I believe her, not have a reoccurrence. And it was extremely important. So she's actually working now as uh, with this Azure Well. And we have put together a line that we've put our own name on, the Azure Well brand, which you had one of those up a minute ago, that are ones that we have actually vetted. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com. Or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperT.com.